Welcome back to Let's Be Blood, a podcast where me, your host Cheyenne, smokes little and, you know, talks about blood shit. This is an AT and Up podcast. This is your one and only warning. You can also find all my social medias included into my bio, as well as my link tree, which is always attached to every single episode that I do. Today's episode is the part two in the Cannabis Knowledge series. Um, I have two very special guests on here today with me. You guys want to introduce yourself so quick? Hello, I am Alex. I'm Jackie. Great. So now that we've <laughs> established who we are and shit, I can start going into what today's topic is going to be about. Um, as you guys know from the previous episode, I did talk a lot about um, kind of a little bit about the history of cannabis itself. And also um, a little bit of terminology for you guys, um, different kinds of cannabis and forms of it. This one we're going to go into a little bit different details. Um, let's talk about the effects of marijuana on the body first off. Okay, um, now are we speaking of body and mind or just body at first? Let's just do a body at first. Um, what are some of the healthy benefits that y'all have seen? Because I can, I can name a few, but I want to hear what y'all got first. Well, for me personally, I work in the warehouse industry. You know, I am in the office for a quarter of my day. The rest of the day is on the floor, moving boxes, forklifts, what may have you. So I get sore, back pains, sciatic nerve issues. Marijuana obviously helps me cope with that after I get off of work, take a nice hot shower, smoke me a blunt, maybe a couple of hits off my hitter, and my muscles tend to relax where I'm not in pain. Mm. You know, and that's obviously a benefit. I'd rather do that than slap four Tylenol in my mouth, get Bengay all over my body, and then have to lay down for the rest of the evening just to feel good the next morning to do it all over again. Facts. That's so true. Um, When you talk about, like, health benefits, you know, obviously fighting fatigue, fighting pain of sorts, you know, um, you got things that help with appetite and digestion um, for a lot of people. Um, some strains help with motivation, really. It really just depends on the strains that you're ingesting, and there's current things that you know do prior to and after smoking that really affects how smoking does for people. I feel like marijuana is not one of those drugs that you should be doing every fucking thing with. Like, True. When I, meaning that not necessarily another drug. I mean, like, marijuana is supposed to be. You know, a relaxing, chill, sit down, hang with fellow people, smoke a blunt, tell stories, make music, make art, make literature, what, whatever. And you can also go on the other side of the coin with that and be a loner stoner and smoke to get your creative juices flowing. Yes. Hell, there's some times where you need an inner voice to shut off and be quiet for the day. Yes. And weed for certain people does that. They'll... Go home, grab a cup of coffee, hell, grab a glass of wine, smoke a J, and everything that went wrong in that day just slowly disappears. That that inner monologue is, okay, you have to be here and do this at this time. Oh, yeah. these bills are due. Oh, yeah, your sister yeah. was a bitch today. Your boss was an asshole. All of a sudden, mm. all those voices and that inner monologue going on just clears, and you're actually able to finally think on your own with no interruptions. Yeah, that's true. Like... When, since you interact with me pretty much every day, what 
Can you explain the difference about when I do smoke my mentality and my temperament and how I interact as opposed to when I'm smoking? Like, is it much of a big difference? Well, speak your mind. People can't see your face. <laughs> they could. They would. Um, yeah, there's a big difference, obviously, because you're a lot more mellow when you smoke. Mm. Um, you're not so aggressively, I don't want to say angry or just... Just aggressive? Yeah. Mm. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. It's mm. not so um, roaring, like, bitch mode. Mm. I mean, that's factual. Like, me having um, borderline personality disorder, it really does affect every inch of how your brain adjusts to emotions or how your brain regulates your emotions properly. I feel like with me smoking, it slows me down enough that my brain now has that extra 15 seconds to process that emotion. And that's understandable. As opposed to me just jumping from manic to panic to fucking angry to fucking everything else in between, you know, and never finishing a task. Like, it's a different kind of thing. But when you think about the cons of smoking, and we'll go more into ages here in a little bit, but just cons overall, I think you got to mention memory loss. I, I mean, I, I, I could understand that. I mean, come, you know, once again, we're all, we're all smokers at this, be at this podcast. I've been forgetting shit, yo. No, nah, I, I could say I could forget something when I'm smoking at that point in moment, but does it take away other memories or other things I'm supposed to do for that day? Absolutely not. For me, it's... If I'm smoking and I'm reading something, yes, I may have forgot what I read because I kind of nodded off when I was doing so. Or if I was watching something, yeah. oh, did that just happen? Because 15 minutes just passed by real quick. That I could completely understand. But in long-term memory loss, I'm going to disagree a little bit. I feel like like when people talk to me now, I smoke often. And when I mean often, I've smoked at least like four or five bloods a day kind of shit. Like I smoke often. So there's, it's very few and regular when I don't have a blunt in my hand or I'm not rolling a blunt. But when you do catch me on those off days, people can tell me something and then we could be doing throughout the day. And I totally forgot they fucking told me. Sorry, now you're stating that when you're sober, you forget mm -hmm. and you remember when you smoke. Okay, well, that makes sense because once again, THC does have those certain, certain values. Once again, that affects the brain. Um, memory gain and or loss could be affected by both. Now, if you're able to, once again, like you stated, when you smoke, you're more mellow, you're more able to think, and for those 15 seconds, things become clear in your own head. I think that's helping your memory because if once you're sober, all everything else is going nuts up there. Yeah. That's your, and let me not use the word nuts because of my understanding that word nuts is a very touchy words so my apologies why is nuts a touchy word um i was recently in a sensitivity uh, training class for my job and certain words such as cuckoo cocoa and nuts is considered a derogatory <laughs> term for people who have really? mental mental disabilities i absolutely that's crazy it is now something that the united states is looking into and companies can and will be sued for and i see in the near future Oh, God. You know how many... Total side note from weed. You know how many millennials say nuts? Yes. But here's the thing. When you're saying nuts, you have to send it like, shy. you're fucking nuts. 
understand. That's, yeah. that's what he's saying. No, oh. you could say, man, that's nuts. And they think, oh, he means nuts as crazy. He means what I'm saying is crazy. So I'm crazy. Fuck yeah, him. but I'm you're talking. That's crazy. The jump, though. Yeah. The jump. It's, it's, and that's what the concern is. Nowadays, there's no, there's no black and white anymore. A gray yeah. in between matter that's is causing people, people to go nuts. people are just babies. That's all it is. I mean, that's, that is a true statement. <laughs> and, you know, mind you, I am 42 years old and I come from a era where that type of talk was a norm. Facts. Uh, um, ass whoopers and every such things was a norm. And I got a lot of my generation now stating all these kids are soft. You know, these new generations, these 20, these 19 to 28 year olds are just this thing hey, going yeah. on. But then I have to let them realize and, and remind them that those kids that we consider soft and are lazy and don't want nothing, we're raising. Those are our kids. You know, we went from a generation of us getting our ass whooped and not wanting to do that to our children as now we are in our 40s thinking, damn, I should have beat the shit out of my kids because look what it did for me. No, because I'm only not beating one of my children. The other look two how I- that did for you. You should have beat them. <laughs> Probably so. But... In the same factor, I don't think the beating has the issue. I think the people, these kids nowadays, are just a lot smarter. And these people out here that have been raised in a fashion where they're just like soft to begin with. Not like me and you had, okay? The adults that are our own age that are soft are raising their kids to be soft. And now these kids see the ones that end up having parents that were like us, that are getting beat like us. Now you can't say nuts in the workforce. (laughs) Yeah, because now these kids are being offended for that. And once again, that comes down from our generation not wanting to see the new generation grow up with what we went through. I love this conversation we're having, y'all. Oh, sorry. We can go on on a podcast (laughs) rant for days about the softness of America. But... (laughs) Back to the weed. Back to the weed. Of course, always back to the weed. <laughs> I I have to bring up the topic about smoking during pregnancies mm-hmm. because I smoked during all of my pregnancies. Did all you catch any? Did you catch any flag from the doctors and or nurses? Oh room? yes. Okay. Oh yes. Because that, that happened to a With friend. Like, but my first kid, it was more towards the end of my pregnancy because I wasn't really hungry, and I had to continue to eat. But I wasn't hungry at all. So that was more of like an occasional, you know, I eat this, you know, whatever I smoke. With my son, I didn't smoke hardly with all of his pregnancy because he had a, uh, he had gastrocesis where he couldn't, it wasn't, his body wasn't growing the way it needed to grow pretty much. So I didn't smoke with that because they're already doing a lot of testing on me. They're already doing a lot of blood work. They're already pulling a lot of shit. The last thing I need is a lecture about how I shouldn't be smoking marijuana with my pregnancy. All right. So pregnancies usually smoked with marijuana are associated with smaller fetuses, you know, um, same amount of birth rate accuracy. You know, they're still being born. They're just smaller. Right. Um, I smoked heavily, not heavily. I mean, I smoked throughout my pregnancy with Luna and she was my only kid that went full term. She was my only kid that weighed over eight pounds. Like, all my other kids were a month early and weighed about five pounds. 
Serenity wouldn't have been a month early if you hadn't got hit by a damn truck. That's factual. But yeah, that was an outside source, so that actually yeah. could have went full term and probably would have been over she eight could pounds. Have, but I said I was smoking with the end of my pregnancy with that one. So when I talk to people that have smoked during their pregnancy, they always have an issue because the rule is the un unbeknownst rule to all of y'all. In case you don't know, you're able to smoke during your pregnancies get your normal blood work done your doctor will just annoy you about it you really have to stop a month prior to the pregnancies if they blood test you for the month coming up and you test positive during that month cps will be called immediately after you give birth to discuss you know, hey, is this a drug addiction <coughs> problem? Do we need to talk to you? Do you need somewhere to place your child kind of a thing? Okay, so now here's the question, though. Yeah. With that being said, and I know that's how this was even as of as three years ago. Yeah. Once again, I have a, a dear friend who has a daughter, Emily, who's five now, who once she gave birth, they did the rest of the testing. They saw that she had the THC in her system. And once again, CPS was contacted. They went yeah. through the interviews that they found that... It wasn't a big thing, so no. you know she was able to go home with the baby. But now with the recreational, recreational, mm-hmm. now is that a, okay? That's just maybe she had it to once again. Women, God bless every single one of y'all that go through pregnancy because it's pain, cramping, contractions, and I disagree with doctors putting certain medicines into a woman's body and not yes. considering that harmful to a child mm-hmm. when you have a natural remedy that can't, that conquers and cancels most pain for women. Hell, it doesn't even have to be smoked to be ingested through a gummy in a woman's body who is pregnant with back aches and cramps. oils that you can rub on your body. Hemp oils and hemp lotions are... But that are, would come up on a test. You got People have to understand like when it comes to the knowledge we have about cannabis and the knowledge we have about hemp in general... It's so productive and so lucrative to us really be start switching over to hemp products, to us be able to start switching over to hemp clothing, like we were talking about earlier, yes. hemp clothing, hemp um, paper, hemp things of this nature. And I know a lot of people are probably looking at me like, damn, what, aren't we just going to burn through all the hemp now like we did the trees? Eh, it's quicker to grow. It's quicker to grow. Like, and we could grow it over massive amounts of farmland that is still unoccupied till this day in the United States. Mm. You have a lot of farmers who are struggling out there with certain um, materials that are going across the seas. I mean, obviously, we're still a very heavy corn, soybean, and grain it's industry. Like, it's like that with any herb, though, that's sacred. I mean, when you start getting into it, and if you... Okay, let's say the hemp is, is considered a sacred herb. I mean, it is. So, if it goes away, they're going to be banned from people using it. Mm. It's like the white sage. You're only supposed to be using white sage. And if you are an actual practicing Native American in the smudging practice. Yeah. Why is that? Because you're defying their religious beliefs. Well, sage is used for other things besides just that product. Mm. And because it's considered a sacred product... You saying, I can't use it. Well, okay, cool. I'll grow into my own garden. Now it's my sage, so I can use it this way. Yeah. Why can't I grow the hemp in my own garden? I mean, you can now. No. You go into the regulations of the abundance you can grow, how quickly you can grow it, the station that you grow it, the way you produce it, how you package it. There's so many But if I'm using, if I'm using it for my own purpose... 
It doesn't then, matter. Do you own the land you're currently on? So let's say I do own that land. I own that land. My house is on that land. I pay for that land. It's mine. And yeah, I don't see why not. Technically, the government doesn't own the state taxes on it anymore. The bank doesn't own anything. True. Technically, your land, you could. You know, like, let's say you, you get bought the proper two. LLCs if you're growing at that big of a margin. And let's say you bought question. two and a half acres of land, like we were seeing earlier. It's now my land. I fought and paid yeah, for it. But then you get into, well, is that your land? Because you've just bought it from somebody. No, it, it is your land. And But what it all comes down to is the rules and regulations for that particular state of what mm-hmm. you can allow to grow and what they consider self-consumption and then distribution consumption where you would have to get permits and other such things to even get that possible and at any point in time where you're trying to receive those permits and the certifications of what needs to be done, anybody can say no. And there goes your whole entire cash flow that you were putting mm-hmm. into that. And now you just lost to try to all over again. Well, let's see. But that's the thing. So let's say I'm growing my own product to be able to create my own, you know, yarn or whatever, hemp yarn. The state's going to want a piece of that. Okay, cool. I give you the piece of it like you're supposed to. Now you to. can grow whatever the state allows you to grow. But what if you grow bigger? You need more yeah. land. The state's going to deny that because this is only what you were allowed to grow. But now you have orders you're going to miss. Um, customers used to say that you can't handle. Now there goes your business. So then you just have to move to a state that allows you unlimited. And there goes what a lot of people are doing. See, when you talk about um, the ages that people smoke at, it really does affect people differently throughout the ages let me say 16 to 29 year olds these are people that are really starting to move out of their parents house to really start their own lives you know 29 year olds maybe could be starting their own business you know things of that nature moving around more is that age when you talk about 16 to 18 really and even kids younger nowadays are smoking at 14 15 so it's really hard to tell them, hey, you shouldn't, first off, it's fucking up your brain development at that young of an age, okay? It's slowing down your frontal lobes and your cortexes that really are getting fucked up by the amount of smoke that's coming through. A still developing brain, okay? Same with the vape pens. Still developing brain, still smoking these things. It's not necessarily good for y'all until your brain is slightly more developed, more towards your 20s is really when people should start smoking, to be honest with you. Um, I would say 30 to 45 is y'all in that age of where you're starting to realize your lives are limited. So you start to buy things that you really don't need. You start to exceed your guys' limits because you're trying to maximize your guys' happiness before you think you're going to fucking die. All right? <laughs> 30 to 45 year olds. That is my logic for all of y'all. When I think about that, y'all really start to smoke more frequently and more heavily through this age range. Um, when I talk about 50 to 65 plus, y'all are content with your lives. You know you're going to fucking die. It is what it is. You usually have your money already set. You're getting ready towards retirement at that point. Y'all have nothing to do but smoke. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's... Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. See, the thing about 50 to 65-year-olds, y'all are really low-key smoking the most out of a longevity standpoint. And also, closer to the ends of death, it's starting to heal more things for people, more comfortability. You know, maybe not necessarily the helping with the memory, but it's also, you know, making you guys still able to eat, still able to get your nutrients that you need, you know, you know for and, the most part. And, and that age group, I would, I would absolutely agree. I mean... 
Once again, I'm 42. <clears throat> so I fit in between that 30 and 45 range you were speaking of. Um, but at the same time, I was a late smoker. I didn't really start smoking until my mid-20s. Okay. So I haven't even started smoking for 20 years, but I do smoke frequently. Once again, like I said before, a lot of ailments, blah, blah, mm. blah. Mm. But going into that, yes, we, we are right now the heaviest smokers because, my God, did we remember how a, a dime bag will get you five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now it's like, fuck, we could smoke? And we got good jobs and we're in our 40s and we got our own shit. Oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm smoke the hell out of some weed. Exactly. You yeah. know, and we have no cares because, right. you know, we got a lot of kids who are now turning 18, 19, and 20 who are able to smoke weed and... Don't appreciate the weed that they smoke because it's trash weed, low-key. From what I've heard, and I was born in 98, so what I've heard, y'all's weed wasn't as potent, but... For some reason, y'all were still fucked up as fuck. Like, the well, THC levels are higher now than what they used to be. But y'all's weed had you guys destroyed. Is it because it was laced with coke? Laced with a, a lot of weed, I want to say, in the 90s. All right, so I'm not sure how many listeners are from the Midwest. But the Midwest was very heavy into what they called wiki sticks, happy sticks, where they would take the old school bricks of that hardened weed, yeah. crush it down. And mind you, that stuff had a lot, a lot of what, um, that oil, that natural oil. So that's where a lot of that high came from. It wasn't high THC level, but that oil was always on that bud. But they would dip it in embalming fluid after they roll into a blunt. Oh, God. And they would let it dry. And they PCP. would smoke that. And it would be part yeah. of a PCP package. You have people who would do, like you stated, would lace it with coke and nobody would actually knew it was laced. That's, yeah, that's something I don't understand. Because anybody that takes Coke enough knows what Coke tastes like. And anybody that smokes weed enough knows what a normal blunt... How the fuck do y'all be getting laced out here? You I would have, take one hit and be like, this isn't right. Y'all can keep this shit. Like, <laughs> right, you could you could state that. Even, you know what though, even with nowadays, it's a little harder to detect because mm. you got super gorilla monkey strain and it's got got different flavors everything nowadays has a different flavor so back in the day Mm -hmm. i would completely agree with you Mm -hmm. if you were a constant weed smoker because there wasn't it was just reggie's it was just regular weed there was no derivative from that it was just one type of weed for everybody yeah so if you smoke something you're like that tastes off then you knew some shit was going down with it but if you were a new smoker and, you know, maybe the rap they used at that point in time was a stronger nicotine content. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're using a Monte Crystal compared to a fucking, a bigger Swisher like they used to have those big cigar yes. Swishers. Yeah. You know, everything has a different flavor on that aspect. And now, once again, that Bobby Fluid thing, the PCP, and so many people didn't OD off of this. They just got really stupid fucking high. It was almost considerably like you mixing weed and bath salts together. And that's the type of high. You know, you were better off dropping acid, doing LSD. That's what I'm saying. Why is it jump to bath salt? Like, do you not have the money for the acid? It, it's, at, remember, acid wasn't that available like that. You know, acid um, was available, but it was more uh, tablet form, and it was like you, the worst yeah. acid you could get. You really? really, you have to remember, though, the acid and all that stuff in the weed was like all the 70s children smoking. When you got into the eighties, then it became the Coke. Yes. Well, yeah. And let's 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 mix the two. The acid and then the bath salts and the incense and everything else 
you were a lot more mellow because so the bath sauce was y'all generation's problem. Mine, yeah. Remember Why we... though? Like, see, when I think of bath salts, I'm like, yo, Himalaya the... salt. Exactly, the process you'd have to go to to crush that up. You don't have to Snort... crush it. But... What do you mean? It's granulated. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, remember, but... it's it's a it's a product of the '80s completely. I mean, everybody's seen Scarface and how the whole cocaine was that party drug, was that go out, you made money, yeah. that's what you did drug. You go into a friend's house, you did coke. Nowadays, that's completely almost a taboo to do coke. Oh, you do coke now? Damn. Really? That's not the word I've heard. True. No, I mean... And it the, depends on the people you associate with. And then generations. People, yeah, the people mm, in my, like, my age group. If you said, oh my God, you're doing coke? What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah. no, see, anybody, I wouldn't say anybody who's anybody, but anybody that does fucking culinary work, anybody that does construction, anybody that's in entertainment. Oh, big, big level management. Anybody in big anywhere, level management. Anywhere, hell. Everybody in their grocery fucking store 20s is sakes. doing coke, bro. Like, yeah, but they're they're always going, 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 going. For you me. You have to be. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. When you smoke weed, you want to slow down. To petty other straight. See, and now with that being said, all those CEOs and whatnot to do the coke, you're looking at, and I, I'm weird that I never thought about this before, but then you got Jeff Bezos, known pothead, loves him some weed. Joe Rogan, no pothead, loves him some bud. Um, What's the, their ages though? No, no, but pay attention. They're, they're them smoking pot and so in it, you know, so initiative and all their. Bright ideas are multi-billionaires. The gentleman who created uh, Tesla, what is his name again? Excuse me. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Tesla. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> that yeah, gentleman I almost was, said Elon Musk. But, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, all right, there it is. Got Elon it. Musk, another known pothead, multi-billion dollar corporation. But it slowed their mind down enough to be able Mark to Zuckerberg. think into creative. Another pothead. Creatively driven. Correct. Yes. So, and now they're billionaires when you got these CEOs who are millionaires and on this cocaine but, is you know, it stopping them employees of tesla cannot they have to pass a drug test in order to work at tesla which is mind-boggling to me when your ceo is a pothead who do goes on I, tv do and I, smokes do as i say not as i do i understand that and What's i can the, i can hold on no, she, I understand, she, I understand she has an the idea phrase. there because the phrase, like, what if he also believes that the weed is going to make his employees more creative and now surpass and move ideas past him. It's it's Loki. That's what I'm saying. Now they get their own corporation that's gonna challenge him. And if he believes weed is the connection, oh y'all better not be smoking weed it's, in my place. It's why certain cultures only let men smoke versus women. That's true. Because if the women smoke and now become smarter than the man, oh, they don't need us. Well, hell, no, we don't need you. Well, they like they most of American cultures. It's mostly men that can smoke, right? Um, because of what reason? Because they have their visions, they have their gifts, they have their abilities. How many medicine women are there in the culture, though? Very. How many medicine I mean, witches are there in the culture? And they, it depends on the tribe. Exactly. Mm. The the men culture in the Native American beliefs as well as a lot of other religious beliefs, do not want the women smoking because then they are now going to have those visions because women will have the visions a lot more than what the men do. Yeah, that's factual. I mean, it's crazy to see 
the similarities between all people, you know, the, you know, some people got munchies, but then you got to talk about tripping. Like, oh. tripping is one of those things where it can happen with any drug. Some trips are more worse than others, depending on the drugs you take. Regarding cannabis, though, most trips are usually all the same. You get too hot. You feel like you can't breathe in. You lay on the ground, usually somewhere. You get cold you sweats. <laughs> Someone gives you something to eat. You maybe sleep it off and you're fine. Pretty That's much. how tripping goes for smoking. And then you have others. <laughs> and I'm about to hit a confession real quick. Because I've never seen that before now. Yeah. This this is the first time I ever got to see that off of cannabis. Mm. To be honest. I've, I've never seen it before. It was uh, two different experiences. Two, I was losing my shit because I didn't know what to do. I know how to help somebody who ODs on crack cocaine and <laughs> everything else. But as somebody tripping on some bud, I was lost. I was either going to go grab you some Dunkin' Donuts and be now, like, here, eat these. Let's digress and say that. Probably should tell the story on that. Nah, weed, no, because not even because weed wasn't the key factor in what made those episodes happen. We just enhanced the feelings That's in your body. Saying, yes. So me being anemic and losing my iron, me smoking just dropped my iron more. It raised my blood pressure and it fucked me over. Is it the same thing for... So you having what yes. is high blood pressure... No, I have low blood pressure. Oh, so yeah, Ah. it raised your blood pressure when you're not normal to it. I didn't. It it didn't raise my blood pressure. You were on fire. Being on fire does not raise your blood pressure. What happened was it made me so mellow. My blood pressure dropped more, and that's how I get when my blood pressure drops. Because as soon as you gave me salt, I was fine. But if I'm correct in saying this, and from my little medical knowledge. Low blood pressure means a colder touch to the blood, to the skin. Not necessarily, because I can have like, yeah, a, like hot, a hot cold sweat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like I get like if my blood pressure is extremely low, I start to get extremely hot. Gotcha. And I need salt, and I need all that. But being the fact that unlike Shy, where she actually smoked it, smoked it, I did not. No, you took it from a set, um, from shotgunning, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, shotgunning or totally. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Totally. There it is. There it is. So, I mean, for me, it was a, a bigger issue because I didn't, like, ingest it. Like, like I've seen people vomit uncontrollably for consuming too much. Like edibles. Like edibles and just, like, we had, long story short, bunch of, uh, and I'm, I'm going to say this because of a specific reason, white guys I was hanging with, about eight of us, and it was just... Gravity bongs, regular bongs, blunts, hitters, oh, me up, and beer. And we were just going at it for hours. I mean, everybody had about a QP each, and we were just going nuts yeah. smoking. And this one kid did a Gatorade bottle gravity bong and took this biggest hit I've ever seen in my life, breathed it out like if it was fresh air, and just turned, laughed, and just puked and passed out. It was awesome. It's like it spit everywhere I get he was. Yep. See, I mean, but you have to remember, though, I don't... The very first time I did that with you was on that little vape pen. Right. You did consume a vape pen and that oil I knew was going to fuck with you, but man, it really got you. I couldn't drive. I differently. Could, yeah. I couldn't drive. I couldn't see. I The whole entire world 
was spinning. psychedelically spinning. Speaking, like, I was, like, high as a kite. Speaking of, like, different devices, what do you all, like, I know we can talk about, like, different pieces y'all use. When I talk about pieces, I'm talking about bongs, I'm talking about hitters, I'm talking about um, dab pens, I guess would technically be a piece. Yes. Um... I don't How do any of that. I just take it straight well, from Alex. We were just, me and Alex were talking um, shotgunning. Don't say it's take it straight from Alex. That sounds real disgusting. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> do, do better on your terminology. You were, you're, we were shotgunning. You are shotgunning. That, I don't even know if it sounds good either. That's the proper term, though. There's a, a proper term for it. It's um, like you're shotgunning me. That doesn't sound. Okay, right. so tunneling. We were. That doesn't even sound. Bad. <laughs> it sounds worse, but either way, it was. You're gonna you, tunnel me. Just so yeah, I blew blood, the bro. smoke in your own mouth. Smoke there, your own blood. <laughs> All right, um, you were blowing in me. Well, How about that one? Oh God. <laughs> hey yo, pause. What I was saying, bro. What I was saying, bro. You oh were my warned, God. people. You were warned. <laughs> How to clean your bongs. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, you know what? It just took a sideways turn real quick. All right. How to clean your bongs. I hate... scrubbing them really hard. I mean, you know, pause. Get off my channel. I hate um, the fact that people uh. don't clean their bowls as much as they should. Okay. Talk about cleaning grinders. When do you think it's appropriate to clean your grinder? Man, shit, once a week. It. I'm going to say... Every time you use once it. Once a week. Minimum once a week, just because. Really, that's o- only reason. Only though. reason I'm why. Every week and a half. The only reason why I clean it once a week because I like to catch my keys into another container. So I uh, take the trap bottom and one of the keys. Yeah. I will contain because man, mixing keys mm. and then getting low on some bud and then sprinkling that keys in the blunt. That would just like change your motherfucking life. Take it some mids to some good quality you, at you, that. God bless it right, you know. At that, yo. You know, and that's it, always a good it, thing. That's, it, that can be kind of dangerous, though, because if the good stuff that you had smoked really gave you that messed up feeling, when you smoke with the bad stuff, then it's going to mess it up the whole... I equal it out to having a beer and then a shot. Exactly, Instead of just drinking yeah. a high-quality beer, I had a beer and a tequila. Yeah, exactly. He had a Corona and a he had a Corona and a tequila shot, as opposed to having that fourteen dollar Stella Artois beer with the gold lip around. When you have some mid quality weed, as opposed to smoking two blunts to really equal out a a decent blunt at that, you have to smoke a skimp blunt with some not even za but some keef on top. Just to make your brain think, ooh, what's that? What's that in the background? What's that? Yeah, and you don't smoke as much. Let's say. Let's say once again we'll compare it to mids and then keep us something that good. Now, once again we'll do the alcohol comparison. She said, uh, Stella Artois glass or a nice crisp Corona, you know, an expensive beer. Hell, let's do a Guinness. Let's throw that shit in there. Yeah. Now, that's your high quality 36% THC, um, upside down, redheaded stepchild weed, sativa, whatever the fuck. Now you got some mids, you got a little bit of keef. Now this is a comparison to having a Bud Light and a shot of Jack Daniels. Mm. You're getting a little buzz off the beer, but now that that little shot of Jack Daniels you're tossing, what is going to help you get drunk quicker? Same thing with the weed concept. Mm. See, I guess I just look at it as whatever you're getting high off of, I'm going to get high off of unless I'm doing my own little herb. That's an awful way to phrase that because I'm just going to say... Don't get high off of whatever to get high off of it. No, no but I mean, he's Don't not, do that, children. He's not going to give me anything that's going to screw me up highly. Well, because you have a she, decent bad. Some people will just be like, here, bitch, take this lie because I'm sitting here taking lies. Like, yeah, but then those are idiots. Well, yeah, but that's what she's trying to explain. That's what I'm saying. Just I'd be a little more clear so people know, hey, 
Just don't take it because your man says to take it. No, just... Well, I mean, I'm going to leave that one alone. Because that's another subject to hold again. Whatever. <laughs> Let me go into uh, potency real quick. I'm going to discuss a little bit the difference between the indica and sativa so but I can... Just to hold you on that yeah, thought real ahead. quick, did we even discuss what we prefer for a piece? No, discuss... Sorry. Rewind that. Discuss yeah. what you prefer to use as your as your delivery tool of sensationalness. No. <laughs> For partaking in the lovely green. All right, now, if we're going to talk about I need a quick couple of hits <laughs> and I'm off to go do something, it's always going to be a small hitter, a one piece that takes a little bit of bud okay. just because it'll give me that quick high because it is air quickly, no nicotine filter, yes. straight hit, get my walk out, I'm good. But if I'm going to chill in a setting, bong slash blunt is preferred. Wait, Absolutely wait. preferred. Like, do you have a preferred blood wrap? I feel like I've asked you this before, but like, could it change? I love those king cones, those pre-wrap with the corn filters. Okay. But it's a goddamn lie that if it's 1.5 grams in the large, that motherfucker could fit a whole eighth. Facts. Depending that on the bitch. grade that you're grinding it, yes. it's definitely good. And then I just smoked up $40 in one sitting. <laughs> I mean, I got high as shit. You've smoked twenty dollars in one sitting. Yes, yeah. with multiple blunts. With multiple blunts. Not just one blunt, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be I get pissed a... in, in like three hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like fuck, you're calling my weed guy again. Hey man, I gotta be back. But what happened? You finished? Yeah, man, keep going, bro. My bad, I'm on my way. Like, it, it could happen. That <laughs> I sucks. See it happen. And the reality is like when I think about smoking, the only time I've ever smoked bongs is like not to hate on these white dudes, but just stoner, skater, white guys. That's yes. the only time I really smoke bongs. If I'm smoking a bong with a nigga, it's usually an ice filled bong. I've never had a, a what? an ice filled bong. So you fill the bong with ice and then fill it up with a little bit of water. That way when you hit it, it's cold. It filtrates a little bit better too. It filtrates a little bit better. Taste better. Yeah, and you I, can hear how uneducated I am with the hit. Well, the I'm, also, I'm also also shit on the white boys real quick. And sorry, white boys. Some of y'all are my favorite peoples. Sorry, y'all. But uh, your bongs, I completely agree. Please clean the bitches. I, I, yes, resin is fantastic in a blunt. It's great in a little bit of weed, but in your fucking bong. And, you know, I shouldn't have That's to, like, nasty. smell your bong first <laughs> before I take a hit. Because I don't want to catch, like, gonorrhea or AIDS real quick because you ain't cleaning your shit. Oh, that's fast. I'm just saying. If, if you if you put your mouth to a damn bong after somebody, anyways, you could still potentially. Do you get not the realize shit. how bongs work? No. Your lips don't. Go- <laughs> okay, so y'all ain't gonna see this, but I'm gonna do this with a water bottle. You don't ah uh, the, the bong. You it goes in. It like you're playing a trumpet, here. so that's, you still can get the shit on. Your I mean, you could. You could, but, like, but most men got mustaches and beards, so that shit's like its own like. Fucking mask. You can still catch diseases from passing a blunt to be fucking Exactly. Real. So you take a lesser chance and the motherfucker gets spit it up full of resin and the water is like brown. The water's brown and dirty. Like and dookie shit. brown. Like, <laughs> no way. You know what I mean? Just, I, don't know. I stopped gross. smoking I stopped smoking bongs with white dudes for a long period of time because y'all just <coughs> annoy me with that shit. Like, you know She's not against white people, <coughs> just so you know, because she's no. white. Um, I mean, I look white. We're going to go on to this in a different discussion. <laughs> because <laughs> you get on my nerves in this shit. Just because someone is white doesn't mean they're of caucus descent. Okay? I Just because someone's that. black doesn't mean they're, they're fucking African descent. Well, I mean, I sound white as hell and I'm Puerto Rican. 
Exactly. See, I'm white, and I just we know. White. Hold up, time out. This is the first <laughs> the time the podcast you feel white. your caucus. Well, I mean, what the hell am I? You said Native American and I a bunch am. of other I'm things. I'm Irish, Dutch, Native American, and English, and probably a little bit of German. So I have to, you know. Oh, so you crack a cracker? I'm 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 a mustache. She just shakuri board with no salt. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Let me stop. I'm a, I'm a Mrs. Dash, bro. Let me get back <laughs> on this podcast. Okay, hold on. We're going to talk about different strands real quick, y'all. Trying to pull this back together. <laughs> indica. Okay, we're going to start with indica. The way you look at um, the bud of this, it should be a shorter, bushier kind of uh, bud-looking flower. Um, the leaf itself is a shorter but wider-looking um, flower. Or the leaf in general. Does yes. that make sense? Yes, Um You get more of a body high, relaxation, appetite stimulator, um, sleep aid relief. Um, usually good around nighttime. Um, <clears throat> you can use it to treat anxiety, insomnia, pain, muscle spasms, anti-inflammation, shit of that nature. Okay, complete body height, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, with you talking about sativa, it's a taller, it's slimmer looking piece of bud. Uh, that is bushier, more like slicked back almost. Is how sativa looks. Mm-hmm. Um. And when you look at it in the leaf form, it's longer and thinner, like almost like fingers. You see a lot of that on television. That is mm-hmm. the, yeah, sativa. As opposed to the wide, fan-looking <laughs> indica. Okay, um, sativa, you get a head high, you get alertness, upliftness, euphoricness sometimes, creativity, um, increasedness, um, best for the day, depression, ADD, fatigue, mood disorders, shit of that nature. Um... I'm going to go into strands a little bit, unless you have something you want to add. Um, um, not for nothing, a good hybrid between both is always a good choice for people who don't know what their preference is. Hybrids are always good. All right, since you uh, spoke about indicas and sativas, we'll, we'll touch on hybrids. Mm-hmm. Um once again, I believe that's for people who really don't know either or which is better for them. Mm-hmm. A good hybrid could obviously take care of and or both, you know, the body aches and pains from the mm-hmm. indica and the good head highs from the sativa, you know, so. I agree. Um, let me give you guys some examples of the names of the flowers that you can buy of um, popular ones that are often sold. With sativa strands, you got amnesia haze. Uh, it's a morning user, usually an uplift booster. Uh, we got Green Crack, which is um, a blast of energy, pretty much. Um, very much a morning kind of a thing. Um, Cherry AK, which is a sweet strand to elevate the mood. Um, and then you got your sour diesels, which mm-hmm. sour diesels can go on for fucking every. You got your orange diesels, pineapple diesels. Oh, yeah. like, so, but those are mostly sour smelling, the highest potency of a sativa strand, really. Um, Indica Strange, you got Bubba Kush, which is like a coffee and chocolate kind of tasting, um, heavy on tranquility. Um, you got Hiroanja, which is best for insomnia. You got Northern Lights, which is a pure indica from the mother plant, which is pretty much known as the sour diesels. Um, Skywalker OG, <laughs> which is best for people with PTSD and healing purposes. Not gonna lie, that is a favorite of mine, that Skywalker OG. Mm-hmm. It just... It's a complete just it's, mellow. It's it's just sitting your couch and watch TV all day. You melt shit. into you whatever melt you're doing. Into whatever you're doing. Like if you're listening to some music, 
that it would be my suggestion to smoke that and just I said, and because tubes. again, are a body high, so yeah. you'll be gone. Um, when we talk about hybrid strands, you guys can look into is the broom, the blue dreams. Um, that's the body relaxant, but the energized mind. Um, the headband, which is a great pain relief and feeling elevated kind of strand. Um, I can also go into Girl Scout cookies, which is what most people think about when they think of hybrids. It's the most extreme version of the Blue Dream, um, but it's not for beginners. I will say that Girl Scout cookies is a little bit stronger than that's what most people have inside the um, dispensaries and stuff nice. like that. Um, you got Pineapple Express, which you know is what's huge after that movie mm, yeah. came out. Um, that's more of a uh, sweeter <coughs> strain that leaves you um, up in like almost your fork. Now, we did talk about a little bit how the best ways to consume. Is there anything else regarding, like, cannabis knowledge y'all think people should know? Jackie, you have anything? Or your cannabis experiences that you've experienced with the, with cannabis? I laid on the floor a lot. <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, but that's just because, one, I, I don't smoke. So. But you've had, like, pieces of gummies and pieces of edibles. Yeah, the gummy the gummies didn't bother me as long as I didn't take two or three of them. Well, yeah, they're also 150 milligrams, though. I think the most we ha had taken one night was, was two. two for me. And I was very mellow. And she knocked out within, I would say, an hour or two? I, I, yeah, I, we, I get my hunger issues, but otherwise I just go straight to sleep. Uh, except for the one night that I laid on the floor and he <laughs> thought I was dying. Yeah. Um, Good experience. You, you laugh at it. But no, it, I don't. I laugh because everybody has had that experience at least I, once. I have it every single time, though. I mean, it's... I'm learning to not take more than three little of the... the yes, that puts tunnel, you... Tunnel things. Yes. Um, I, I realize once you start giggling, that should be the end of it. Yeah. So we have to monitor how much I actually partake in, because if I have anything over three, I'm gone. All right. Now, here's a question I, I, I wanted to ask. As you're giggly high, what's your preferred thing to do while you're in that state? I haven't been that high. I want to be creative. Creative? I'm very... Like paint or... Yeah, because the whole entire world is full of color at that time, even if it's pitch black outside for me. Yeah. It's like so when I'm ratatouille it, type shit. It's like when I'm smoking the incense. Mm, you should, you should really paraphrase that a little bit better, because when people say smoking something, they assume you're putting it in a wrap of some corn. No, when I'm physically in, putting okay. it to your mouth and smoking it. So I do my herbs, and I'll burn them. Okay. And I'll take the smoke and I'll ingest the smoke, but I won't ever put the smoke to my. I won't put it in a cigarette form. So I won't you inhale this, yeah, almost like, you know, when you stick your face in a bowl full of water and you inhale, you know, the, the yes. vapors to open up your toxins and yes. shit. You're doing the same thing with incense. Yes, and I can get high as a kite, very quickly, off some incense. Well, yeah, there's but not a lot of people can do that. I mean, they'll they'll ingest the smoke, but they won't come to the same mental state that i get it's like you know how some people become more creative when they smoke for me it's the exact same way so when i do get it from alex then it puts my mind in such a artistically driven like almost 
if I'm a hippie tripping yeah. on, you know, I'm getting out there dancing naked in the woods type deal. I really feel like cannabis over the years, from even the first signs of the plant being harvested by the ancient people of whatever land it started, because, you know, there's always debate where it mm -hmm. came from. But whatever ancient people were actually doing it, even till now, farmers are harvesting weed. It really does bring creativity and people together for some reason. Like there's it's been in multiple religious books, like weed really is the communication, the binding of all. Even if you're not smoking it, definitely gets you some pothead friends because <coughs> we'd be at a different level of communication. Well, you do. I mean, and for me, it's more of I use it to get out of my head when I'm doing my meditation so I can have that altering out of body mind floating. I'm floating in other realms. And then that's how I become so overly abundantly creative yeah. in my art or in my like just craft itself of being a witch. That's what's up. Okay. Felt that. Pretty good. I like that. I feel like ending the shit right here. Okay, well, <laughs> I appreciate y'all, y'all, the guys that listen to my podcast and keep continuing to share it. Um, again, all my social medias are in my bio and in my link tree um, that's always attached to my episodes. I love you guys and stay safe to the next one. <laughs>